everyone, and welcome to Superhero Speak. I'm your host, Dave. And John. And uh, no JD yet. Uh, He'll show up. He's probably dealing with a child or dog emergency or some such. Or he's pooping. Or, you know, considering... or You ever see uh, 2012, the movie? (laughs) <laughs> the, the part where everybody just freezes from the polar from the super vortex yeah that's probably like him right now because of i can't imagine that if we in pennsylvania are getting into the single digits my friend in texas getting into single digits that up where he is it's not like negative 22 or something like that without the wind chill yeah there's a good chance of that oh my goodness gotta love those polar vortexes you screw with the planet, and the ice melts, and there's not enough to continue the vortex that keeps the polar vortex up at the pole, in, in, in the North Pole. And so it keeps wobbling and coming down here, and while it's down here, there's 70-degree weather up there melting more ice. And it becomes a feedback system, because we're like one degree away from God knows what happens after that. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> well, if you've we... come here to be depressed, here we are. Wait. <clears throat> what are you doing? Uh, we don't do that here. <laughs> oh, come on. That's not politics. That's science. No, it's depressing people. Let's not do that. Oh, but wait. We're going to talk about the Fantastic Four movie from 1994. It's like, how, yeah. how, do we, how do we talk about that and not depress people? We'll I see. I meant it to be a depressed. I just thought it was a bad one. <laughs> I watched, uh, like, uh, all right, no, I'll save it. I'll save it. <laughs> we'll continue but stick around for that part people how's everyone doing jd you were running a little late everything okay yeah just uh helping the wife do the dish or starting the show tonight trying to be a husband and dad I'm uh, yeah whose time sucks family and and relationships oh, you just gotta get rid of them all <laughs> i would I kill for a relationship i would literally yeah. kill for a relationship right now with the same person I'm- yeah. No no murders, please. I don't know if my wife's sane. I can't speak to my wife's sanity if she's good people. Hey, if, if it works for you too, great. I would love to find somebody who's sane enough or at least works with me. But So we've been having issues with the internet up here. If there's a problem, because last week on the show, on Mike's, Mike and I's show, my internet died and was like really bad. So if something's going on, let me know so I can try to troubleshoot stuff. So All right. just like- Yes, if your video stops, we'll give you the high sign. Okay. <laughs> Appreciate that. I will say that you are a little choppy at the moment, but okay. I don't know why. All right. I'm no, gonna troubleshoot. Son. I'm gonna troubleshoot. Stand by. Okay. So, are we doing like a <clears throat> a Kickstarter for uh, business internet quality for uh, Ruddy? It's not a Kickstarter. They just need to. They just need to put out better internet. And that's my problem. I need better internet here, like offered to me. And was it hasn't been a problem until recently. Now it's a problem. You're the one who moved up to the boonies. Blame my wife. <laughs> oh, okay. They will probably tell you that you need to go up to the business tier. That's what we're on. <laughs> most no internet. You're on it. Do. Yeah, we're on the best that that they are for the area. Are you yeah. shitting me? Really? I swear to God. And there's let me guess. There's nobody else providing in the area. No, I live in the sticks. And no. we're back to the depression thing again. Okay, I will. I'm not allowed to actually talk about that part think i could probably but no the reason for the no competition thing oh yeah 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 we all know that ah this is so much fun anyway 
How are you, John? What's new in your world? <laughs> Nothing. Getting back into the swing of work for yeah. for the beginning of the year. Yeah, other other than that, I've got nothing, really. There is one thing. JD, if you are... Let's see. JD, are you... Did he freeze? He froze. Damn it. I froze. You froze. Okay. <laughs> I thought I'd just... I'm doing stuff. If it's a okay. problem, I'll do... The, I'm going to do this. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I, when he comes back, I've got a, a new anime title for him. When, what, you know, I can hear. Because I love giving I, him... You can hear? You. Okay. Here, here it is, right? I'll lay it on you. The strongest tank's labyrinth raids, a tank with a rare 9999 resistance skill got kicked from the hero's party. That's the title. <laughs> That's a long title. <laughs> yeah, they, they tend to get very long. It's not one of the weirdest, but it is one of the longer ones. Yeah. Hmm. But anyway, other than that, it's, been, it's about to start getting warmer here again, which would be nice. My snowblower, after three years of being metaphorically cold and lonely in my in my garage <laughs> finally got used got some love um, yeah it, it's hard to to start something that has two-year-old gasoline in it i'm, I'm just gonna have to have it serviced uh, every year whether it gets used or not yeah but we, we're getting less and less snow here and more and more rain which is not great for my house eh. yeah otherwise got a big project at work I'm trying to get out by the end of this quarter by March I'll be open sourcing some of my my uh, Java libraries Ooh. which I'm excited about I actually have think not not comic things but uh, computer things going on that's very nerdy of you <laughs> thank you that's a compliment yeah you want to go while we're waiting for JD sure I'll go while we're waiting for JD I'm doing all right uh dealing with the snow as most of us on the east coast are and it's not a whole lot of snow for the East Coast. No, well, it's we got, not. I've got a total of four or five inches at most out there. That's nothing. And it's funny because it was like, I saw this meme floating around on the internet where it was 19, digging your way out to get this 1974 or something like that. 1977, the blizzard of 77. Yeah, yeah. It. Going to school and there's piles of snow. And yeah. it's 2024. Shut down Connecticut for three days. I remember that. 2024, there's a, a dusting and oh, day off. It's, yeah, it's true. Yeah, it makes me feel old when I think about that. But yeah, oh, took the kids sledding today from Don. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's what you do, and that's great. And uh, <laughs> but the worst part was because everything, because the temperatures are so low, everything's freezing. And trying to get rock salt around here is like trying to. Uh, Oh yeah, no. You got to get the rock salt a week before it happens. You have to. <laughs> you get, that's what I do. I order the, the pet safe stuff, beginning of each year, enough to cover the next year because otherwise, like, it's the worst thing. You hear a snowstorm or a blizzard is coming, and everybody's going to be going to Home Depot and snatching up all well, the shovels and everything. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I was able to finally get some, and it was the pet smart stuff and or pet safe stuff. Pet and, safe. And I didn't get it because I care about animals i because i have a cat i don't have anything that goes outside i got it because it's all they had and they, it's all they had because it's usually like twice as much as the regular rock salt which that's fine but it doesn't matter it was in single digits here and even rock salt stops working under 20 degrees <laughs> that's that monday night we're, yeah. we're looking at the temperatures going we're not going to 
it's like Tuesday, we, we get the snow overnight into Tuesday, don't go to work. Wednesday, they're like, you're coming to work. No, it's, there's still salt and ice mixed on the road out, out, my, yeah. out on the road in front of my house. There's no way, because it was like eight degrees. It wasn't oh. melting. Dude, last Friday, we were off school, right? For the, We got belted with snow last Friday. Yeah. It was awful over the weekend. And then Monday, it was pretty damn cold, but we had Martin Luther King Day, so we were off. Yep. Tuesday, everybody had to go back to work. Wednesday, everything was canceled because it was My, just oh, like sub-zero. Yeah. Like tw- negative 11 wind chills and stuff like that. It was obscene. Nice. My, you, know, that, you see that, and that's when you take the glass of water, you run outside, you throw it up. and you... we, we did that. I showed Andy that. It was pretty cool. <laughs> My girlfriend's son, who goes to school in Millersville, which is like an hour and a half drive from where we live in Philly, and... He's his first days was supposed to be Tuesday, the day after MLK, hmm. and he gets an email apparently on Monday that oh, there's a dorm meeting at six thirty that night on Monday. So they quickly packed the car up and and left to make sure they could get there, get him there on time. They get there, he they unload the van, he brings all his stuff inside, then he comes out and goes, yeah, everything was canceled and moved back at twenty four hours. So. I don't start school until Wednesday and the door meetings tomorrow. And it was like, yeah, school and communications. Yes. That's right, everybody. <laughs> Old people love talking about the weather, man. Yeah, um, it's it's annoying right now. So. Although there is one. There, when it's this fucking cold out, man, you talk about it because it's true. obscenely cold outside right now. Yeah. My, and my wife criticized my coat. She says, you should wear this other coat. And she was wrong. That other coat was way colder. I was getting gas and I, my teeth were chattering. I walked in the gas station just to get out of the cold, and I couldn't stop my teeth from chattering. It was obscene. You want to hear something really sad, though? And, J.D., you're old enough to even remember this. Like, when you were young and in, and in like, grade school, right, when you heard there was going to be a blizzard or something, you would wait to hear if school was canceled and you had a free day, right? Yep. Now, I'm talking to my next-door neighbors, and they're like, oh, no, they said they, they canceled school, and it's online classes now. You don't get the day off. John, that's ridiculous. What do, what do I do for a living? Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what we do. We have e-learning days. And you know what? They're freaking awesome because then you don't have to have eat up in your summertime. Everyone says, oh, I want a day of school now. No, you don't. No, you don't. You want one more day of summer. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You want one more day of summer. It's 55 degrees here. I had to put on pants. Pants. <laughs> Fuck you. There's this meme going around where it's like, like Florida... And then Connecticut and then Maine and it's Florida. And when you're at 70 degrees, you put on a long sleeve shirt because it's too cold. Uh-huh. In, in Connecticut, it hits 40 degrees. You put on a long sleeve shirt. In Maine, it's like eh, it hit above zero. Maybe I should yeah. <laughs> or hit below zero. Maybe I should put on a T-shirt. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Oh. So it's hilarious. But no, nah, I would rather have the surprise day off. But then again, what I do but, for work is I get to work from home. I did that for three yeah. years. So it's, damn it. Yeah, I always work different. from home. <laughs> it's different with this, man. I'm telling you, when it's nice outside, you would much rather be outside or yeah. enjoying yourself. Because you can't do anything in the cold. You stay inside. You don't have a snow day. You have a freeze your nuts off day. Yeah, yeah when it's right. 40 degrees for the summer for where you are, you definitely want to go outside. I live in Chicago. I don't live in Nome, Alaska. Dude, are you aware of how hot it gets in the Midwest in the summertime? Here's the, here's the appeal of the Midwest. In the winter, it's below zero most of the time. In the spring, it rains constantly. It's gray all year round. Then 
blue blocker because it's messing with my eyes. And then, Drew, thank you for the question. Then, in the summertime, it's 100 degrees. But for three months in the fall, September, no, two months, September and October, it's absolutely gorgeous here. <laughs> and you fight for those two sensational months. <laughs> yeah, I could see nice. that. Yeah, I'm trying to wear the blue blocker. The Drew asked questions. We wearing the yeah. nice glasses. We wearing it for the blue. I do. I want to wear them because they're all this blue light, and then my face is not good. The problem, and I'm trying to be good about it. The problem is, is when I do this, the <laughs> reflection. Yeah. It looks yeah. like you've got really I, blue eyes, man. <laughs> no, and I need to get the spray that we have for film sets. You spray it on there. I just haven't. I'm just lazy, and I haven't done it. Neat. So instead, I'm going to destroy my eyes and look at all this blue light. Oh, yeah, me. <laughs> Don says uh, my work colleagues from Arizona brag about their weather they also have giant tarantulas i'll take the cold <laughs> bro my brother lives in albuquerque now and albuquerque's not exactly not cold right now but yeah. scorpions in their shoes are a legitimate problem isn't it yeah. florida where it gets to a certain if, if the temperature goes down enough it rains lizards because the lizards go dormant on the trees and they just fall off <laughs> You're actually thinking about Florida conspiracy theories involving the lizard people. See, the problem with Florida—the oh, problem true. with Florida—is the crackers. Once you get over the cracker problem in Florida, then I guess you can survive. I can hey, hey, go ahead hey. hit the button. What are you doing? Uh, we don't do that here. I earned that one. <laughs> I got hit with unsportsmanlike conduct at our conference tournament on Friday night, and I walked to the table and I made sure to spell my last name properly so they knew who I was. Because I got hit with a a foul, just making no, sure. Kassan yeah. says yes. That's they yes, do. they do. Iguana fall from the trees. Sometimes they die. That's sad. I can see that. I can see that when they hit the ground like that. Iguanas are cool. One of my teammates in college had a pet iguana. Tarantulas and scorpions less awesome. As long yeah, as... Drew says he's <laughs> never seen tarantulas, but scorpions are a problem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, scorpions, no scorpions. I'd rather deal with the cold than most of the other crap. <laughs> I agree. Do you guys have raining tornado- lizards? No. <laughs> Do you guys have tornadoes in Philadelphia, in Pennsylvania? We never used to. The East Coast never used to, but over the last fifty years, we've had more and more tornadoes. Yes. Hmm, wonder, wonder why? They're a problem here in Illinois. I forgot to mention that about the summertime and the spring. You could die from wind. Oh, that's right. You did have a tornado warning at one point. I remember you telling oh, us. I get lots. Of, yeah, tornado. I've kissed the floor in my basement numerous times since moving out to the country. It's wonderful. Yay. Brilliant. Okay. Speaking of natural disasters, <laughs> you know what? Let's get let's let's bring the mood up a little bit with the inappropriate joke of the week. What did the one sagging boob say to the other sagging boob? Are they hanging? No. If we don't oh. get some support soon, they're going to think we're nuts. That's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not good, but it's not bad. That's a bad dad joke. Maybe. Yes. Yes. It's a bad inappropriate dad joke. All right. Uh, Remarkably inappropriate. Yeah. Which is we the got, point. We had a little bit of social media madness this week, guys. Okay. Like I said, natural disasters. Okay. Oh, it's funny. I'm going to say this. We, uh, we've we been going, we've been getting a lot of hits on our shorts on uh, YouTube and on the, uh, the Tiki Talk. So we've been getting a lot of comments on stuff. Yeah, we're going to talk about some of that. First off, <clears throat> we talked about, you. you made a comment last week, JD, about how Tony Stark was a third tier character. But Robert Downey Jr. was a star, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then, our, and then our good friend Chris said that he does not want Iron Man back, right? He doesn't want Tony to come back, RDJ to come back. And we all agreed with it. We got some comments on that over on the YouTube's. We had 
Danzel Zemmer say the passing of Chadwick Boseman really messed up a lot of Marvel's planned stuff for the future. They were really breaking on creating a new trinity with Black Panther, Captain Marvel, and Spider-Man. Didn't go well, and every... Oops, read more. <laughs> and every choice Disney has forced Marvel to go with is not going well. Can't well not about every choice, but a lot of them. Yeah. RGJ was known, but at the time, no one really knew about him. Or rather... Bullshit! Bullshit! <laughs> There's no way. Bullshit! I'm this is from... Cap. Oh, Cap... <laughs> That is Cap, sir. Different man, 1878. Different liar, man. Everyone knew who Robert Downey Jr. was. The man won an Oscar to, for playing Charlie Chaplin in the early yeah. 90s. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Or rather, we knew, but he disappeared in the background. No. That's Well, no, the, the tabloids were constantly talking about his substance Drugs. abuse he was getting. Yeah. He was in rehab for a couple of years. He did stop working because he was unreliable in the mid in the early 2000s. And that's and why they, they were able to make it cheaply in the first movie. No, it wasn't because he disappeared. It was because he was at a risk. Right. Kiss Kiss right. Bang was his return. That was in 2005. The Shane Black, who went on direct Iron Man 3. That was his movie. And that was like Robert Downey Jr.'s return to glory. Because remember... The same year he plays Iron Man, he's also in Tropic Thunder. Yes. So he's al- he's already had a comeback. At the- Neither movie predicated the other. They both casted him because he was Robert Downey Jr. So get out of here with that take. Surprisingly good in Tropic Thunder. Surprisingly good. He's a genius. Rather controversial yeah. performance today. But oh, yes. <laughs> a, funny, a funny film. Can Nation 89 just said, wrong on all angles. That was helpful. Okay. Yeah. Okay, then. All right. Over on Instagrams, um, Sour Grapes said, Oh, <laughs> I um. definitely want Iron Man back somehow. I was really sad that he, Stark, died, even though it was for the greater good. RDJ was perfect good. for the role. He acts with his eyes. I'm sure at first he didn't know what the future held for him as Iron Man, but I'm also sure his heart was in it. Uh, oh. <laughs> Tim Jones, everybody. Tim Jones. Sour grapes available. Available in finer newspapers across this great country. Did you hear Robert Downey Jr. recently claim that the Iron Man movies are some of the best acting he's ever done, but because they're Iron Man movies, they don't get the critical love oh, I think yeah. he deserves? I agree, by the way. I think he's great. They, hey. they pass over all of that. Yeah. They pass, hey, they pass over all of that. Even like Godzilla minus one is not going to get, they're, they're not going to give that thing no. any awards. Should get up. Should get if it doesn't get the award for best special effects, there's a problem with Hollywood, which is lots of problems oh. with Hollywood, but yeah, it deserves it. Yeah, well, even some of the acting, maybe supporting actress, maybe act, actor, actress. No, it's a foreign film, and a lo- very rarely do foreign films like foreign language films get that type of love from acting for acting in the Oscars. Like from the fresh from the foreign press, you'll get that kind of love, but I, I don't expect that to happen. Uh, would you all like to be in an MMA? edit for TikTok to find M- like mixed martial arts yeah i don't know go yeah bob yeah bob is that what we're talking yeah bob tell me tell me more why don't, why, <laughs> why don't you contact us we'll read it underneath yeah yeah, yeah, yeah drew, drew drew saw it it's a great movie yeah yes sir mixed martial arts what are you thinking man what are you doing let us know we <laughs> we're game we just need to know what you're using us for of course the wrestling guy is interested all right i can uh, over on TikTok. Cryhawk said RDJ was infamous at the time, not famous. Uh, no, I don't think he was infamous. He, well, he, was, uh, he was definitely not looked well upon. Hold on. We're not talking. Go, continue. I'll stop talking. He, he, was, no, it was, it was what JD said. He was not considered yes. a home run cast at the time. He ended up being the best choice ever, but it wasn't 
seem that way at first. No, well, that's yeah, not he, true. That's not true. When the moment they casted Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, every nerd went, oh, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> we had been following his, his substance yeah. abuse. We always start. <laughs> yep, I'm in. Oh, Chris Evans. Everyone wanted Channing Tatum as Cap. No. Evans no. got it. A bunch of doubt happened, ended up being absolutely perfect for the role. Yeah, no, no one wanted Channing Tatum I don't remember that conversation at all. In 2000, Channing Tatum in like 2010? I don't remember that. You know, no. And then uh, Super Stud 42 said, get these bums off the air. RDJ's the only Iron Man. Uh, we didn't even talk about recasting him. We just said we didn't yeah. want him to come back. It would cheapen thanks, the, uh... thanks for listening, dude. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah, Bobby. So it's basically talking about a fighter for 20, 10, 20 seconds and a few clips of a fighter with some badass music. In them. That sounds awesome, actually. Mm-hmm. And y'all three in, or only you, Olivia? It's Oliva, actually. My name's, you can call me JD. I don't like people calling me by my last name. It bothers me. But I, dude, hit me up. I'm interested. I love MMA. Yeah. In fact, the best thing to do These guys, is... no. These guys, no, no. Me, I could do it. <laughs> hit him up on his, on his. Yeah, my, my ex- Twitter handle, my, yeah. my ex, formerly known as Twitter handle, is in the, is in my Cryon, I guess you call it. Yeah. Chiron. Yeah. Chiron, whatever. Drew says, interestingly enough, everyone thought RJ was good because of a substance issue. The MCU didn't. You know what, Drew? You're right. Every 100%. Everyone just assumed they would do some kind of adaptation of Demon in a Bottle. In a Bottle, and yeah. We all thought it was kind of. What we got was him peeing in the armor in Iron Man 2. It's closest we got. Uh, the original <laughs> script for Iron Man 2 was more akin to that, but they just didn't go on that route, which is interesting. I'm very surprised. Guys, I made a mistake and I accidentally unplugged my internet. I'll be back. Okay. <laughs> Wow, wow. It was working really good for being unplugged. It was. <laughs> okay, then. All right, and then we also talked about Marvel slowing down. Because they only have one movie coming out next year. That was actually J.D.'s point, one of J.D.'s points last week. Hmm. And A brilliant one, too. An absolutely brilliant point. <laughs> Who said it? Oh, yeah, it was me. Ovo, Ovo 4PFXO, yeah, okay, said, Loki was such a good hit, it was ethereal. Eth- eth- and gave off Eldritch horror vibes. Eldritch horror vibes, okay. When they talked about Kang and the multiverse, Secret Wars had such a good premise. Shape-shifting aliens speaking geo, uh, geo, geopolitical, sorry, geopolitical tensions in an attempt to assassinate us and seize power. Genius! But then Disney steps in and ruins the latter half of the series. The Marvels to, was a flop just because it's S. <laughs> to be fair, the Secret Invasion comic book series also had a tremendous present uh, premise, but yeah. failed to to deliver. So a lot of it is just I don't know, man. I just don't think it's there. I think we think it should be there. Like it should be like a no brainer, like body snatchers, right? It should be that, but it never quite. It's never quite hit that level. Yeah, uh, well, yeah it didn't Bob, fail as it didn't fail as bad as the. TV series, but yeah, or the streaming series, but it still failed. Good, Dave, um, yeah, Bob says, Sorry, JD, it's actually a rather unknown Spanish Canadian fighter called Luis Castle who had such a good fight in Amsterdam last month. Cool, man. So you just have to talk about pretending to know a lot about him and shit. Dude, I'm really good at pretending I talk. You should listen to our show more frequently. I'm really good at pretending <laughs> that I know stuff and have seen things that I haven't. Yeah, and I'll edit you into the edit. Sure, cool, man. I'm, yeah, whatever. I'm down. Let me keep me posted. <laughs> Con- yeah, contact us uh, through the normal talk, channels. Talk to my agent, who would be me. Oh, <laughs> I have a really? fool for a client. I have a fool for a client. Yes, you do. 
Yes. All right. And then uh, someone on the show last week who's not here made a big stink about them not using the X-Men. Oh, I wonder that could <laughs> we all were on board with that, but yes. And the first, this is over on TikTok. The first comment we got from Just Jack. It's almost like someone else owns the IP. No, they have Marvel has owned it for five years now, at least. Yeah, and they the, knew when they were going to get it too. Yeah, they had a year at least before that that they knew they were going to get it. The plan, at least. The issue mm-hmm. is there have been like little rumors that have come out, but there's nothing. No plans have come out. Right, that's the whole thing. Like, it's the, not using it. The only mention we've really got it got it in the original in the in the actual MCU is that Camilla Khan has been designated a mutant. Yeah. So and um, they played the X Men theme song from the nineteen nineties when they said, "Oh, there's some kind of mutation," and then nothing. We've had nothing since then. Nothing. Ants rule the world. Said, "Have you read Revival?" Sorry. <laughs> there needs to be a full reset. Or a new line of films in a new universe, or the side at least on the side at least. I don't don't know if I totally disagree with the full reset, which isn't that the rumor that the Secret Wars movie that they're working on is going to be a soft reset of the MCU? Kinda. I don't know. There's people. I, here's the thing. I don't think they know what the Secret Wars movie is going to be. Realistically keep, speaking, yeah. it keeps changing on them. Well, they keep having to make adjustments. Things keep happening. So I would be uh, surprised. I would be surprised if this is a crisis situation. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't mean it. I didn't mean the pun, but I'll take it. I'll stay. But you take it. it. Yeah. No, take yeah. that. I'll take, I'll take the W. <laughs> Actually, it worked on so many different levels. It did. It's- the big guy. Wow. The big guy's messaging us. I never really Ry- understood. <laughs> SCP three four three. I never really understood the whole. X-Men versus human thing. There's a guy swinging around New York City. You telling me people aren't okay with being born with superpowers. First of all, the guy swinging around on the thing is a menace, sir. He's a menace. Um, Yes. People don't like Spider-Man. I don't know. I don't really understand. I just don't get this X-Men thing. That's the the entire... That has been the entire concept of the 1963. Uh... Oh, Yabob says, all right, I'll say MMA questions. Because he was come back last month, and you say something like, "Yeah, man, Luis is such a good fighter. I've seen his fights on YouTube and shit, and it's always awesome. He came back after two years, dude. It's freaking crazy, like that. See, I'm full <laughs> of shit, man. You yeah. don't got to say it exactly. I, I put my own spin on it, though. So yeah, yeah. just swing it. Okay. <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> he knows what he wants. I respect it. Wait, okay. is he expecting you to do it now? I think I, just, I, think, I think I just did it, and I'll take yeah. it. There, there, there was a thing over his face. So, so come on, let's take two. All right. but, no, no. Let, me, let me read the thing. Let me read the thing. Okay. Hey, MMA, MMA question. Did you guys see Luis Castle's comeback fight last month in Amsterdam? Dude, this bro was out for two whole years, and he has this huge comeback fight. And that's freaking tremendous. I can't think of anything close to that. Maybe if Connor has a comeback, it'll be something similar to that. But until that happens, man, this this Castle guy, is he's got it. Let me know if that works. I appreciate it. You can write a check courtesy of James Oliva <laughs> and endorse it to me. That was fun. I like it. I have no scruples. Let's do that. No, again. you don't. No, None, you would, not a single one. You, 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 would, you, would, you would sell your youngest child. Um, I, only, I only have the one. Teach your youngest price, and oldest. If the price is right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I made sure to use the word bro so it seemed more like realistic for an MMA fan. I was playing the role there. I'll make sure you leave your Twitch channel in the comments. Yeah, I'm Dave. Dave would appreciate that, actually. Yes. 
Thanks, man. You're actually so cool. Thanks, dude. I like you too. <laughs> He's all right. He's all right. I'm, dude, all right. I'm, I'm pretty cool. And then finally, Random Randy Savage said, would you want the creative team to use the X-Men now? If this team can't get you know, these old heads to the C-listers, they would just piss away the X-Men. A fair oh. point. <laughs> when the man's right, he's kind of right. A fair point. Sometimes. Uh, all righty. And then finally, I did ask a question this week, right? Because um, we're this talking This has been about... the longest social media madness we've ever done. No. First off, Are you, sure? you did another podcast in the middle of this. Hey, man, so... I got a job offer and I took it. <laughs> Why I'm currently doing your current job. Um, hey. It's what you do. You do what you got to do. So there's that problem. And then the other problem was that... <laughs> is that we've been getting a lot of hits on social media this week. So, you know. And I wanted to ask... We're talking about Roger Corman's Fantastic Four this week. So I asked the audience... Oh. What do we ask the audience? Dave, there's a way in streaming you can actually show these things while we're talking about them. Duly mm. noted. <sighs> Drew, <laughs> Drew says... I'll pull it up. Now, now one for Max. I was just watching Superman versus Batman on Pro Max, bro, and it still holds up. Snyder versus Forever. <laughs> okay. Am I back? Yes, Drew. you're back. Drew. I don't know what happened there. Oh, my goodness. Either. All right, so I said we're talking about Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. I asked the audience what they want to see in an MCU Fantastic Four movie. I hope so. And uh, Randy said over on Twitter, no origin story, just go into it. The first family has been silently fighting inhumans after dissolving the shield, dissolving of shield. But at the end, there is, we find it's not the MC universe. It was part of another universe. Sure. Okay. I, I don't <laughs> hate that idea. It's a little convoluted. <laughs> and then, of course, Don said, I want a good story that focuses on family. I also want the introduction of Doom. Don also so. said, I want the X-Men. He's been saying that's what I he meant. The... That's what he meant. He didn't say uh, it. <laughs> he always wants the X-Men, though, doesn't mm-hmm. he? Do too, though. I also want the X-Men. It's about time we got them. That's the thing. Over on Instagram, actors, I can't say much. I do want the original four family in some nice classic outfits. I... They should be all. They should all be shown having a really strong bond with one another, and really show that they are uh, a family. Villain-wise, I would, of course, love to see Doctor Doom, not even as someone they fight, but show him and build him up for later on. I'm sorry, then that was Gene Thompson said that. Sounds like he wants the Fantastic Four. Yeah, that that is the Fantastic yeah. Four, right? Like. I respect it. First of all, any character who is white in the comics will stay white. And any okay, Dave, who, hold on, I got to read the whole comment first. <laughs> comics stay black. Oh dear, that's from CJ fifty six DA. And <sighs> our response to that CJ is simply, <clears throat> "What are you doing? Uh, we we don't do that here." <laughs> Yeah, the racism. We don't do the racism here. Don says, you caught me. LOL, I really want the X-Men in the FF movie. I do, too. I want the X-Men. What do we got to do? We've got to... Uh... I was so happy at the, the Marvel's post credit sequence when Kelsey Grammer, his voice yeah. showed. We gotta be, like, I liked the Marvels. It was fine. 
but I came out of that movie really happy specifically because of that. And I think I messaged you after I got because like, hey, David, I think I texted Don. I was like, Don, I was like on cloud nine when that happened. Made me ignore a lot of really big problems. Because when we were on the show, oh, we were so talking was- about the Marvels. And I'm like, yeah, this movie does have problems. Yeah, <laughs> I watched a movie for that after credit scene. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and then finally over on TikTok, and on Don Cho, I don't even know how to say that name. I think they should avoid Doom, and at least the first movie, you got to build up to Doom. Here's where I'm at on this. I think that you are cocky if you think you're going to get more movies. I call this the Green Lantern paradox. In the Green Lantern film, Jeff Johns, I mentioned this before on the show, Jeff Johns came out and said, we've got plans for the next four Green Lantern movies. And I remember thinking this, I was like, whoa, bro. Let's do one right before yeah. we start counting our chickens. And then they threw everything but the kitchen sink at that movie to the point where they have Sinestro putting on the, the yellow power ring in the credit sequence. And I remember like, sitting there and my friend goes, what the fuck does that mean? And so I'm we're like, still waiting for yeah. them to do that, the one right before they can do the other four. So that's where I'm at. I'm uh, like, you know what? You might only get one shot. And Take that's, a swing. That's Ape at Ray says for a good one to exist. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we I haven't had it. Good. The best Fantastic Four movie is probably Tim Story's first Fantastic Four movie, and it's okay. Yeah, it's not great. It's not terrible, but it's not great. Nata Nata Lads N A T A L A T Z said, <sighs> "Canon accurate characters and not virtue signaling character swaps that are destroying the MCU." What is but that's what too is, much to ask? I know. Dudes, come on. Button. What was that? We're, the we're, yeah, the button. The button. We're, we're here. For... What are you doing? Uh, we we don't do that here. We're, we're here for the stories. More on 4chan. Underwatched. Really? This is all on TikTok, man. I need to... Underwatched well, 2 said X-Men come to the end. Have you seen the end trailer to the of the Marvels? Yes. yes. As a matter of fact, I have. Yeah, we just talked about that. Yeah, I, I actually thought about this, and maybe we'll talk about it more in, uh, when we get to our main topic, but I want to. I would love to, to to feel like a '50s sci-fi movie in a lot of ways. The Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Because like, I feel that was the inspiration of the original comic. Yeah, for sure. The inspiration is they basically okay. So the Fantastic Four is essentially a redo of the Challengers of the Unknown. That's what I right? say. The Challengers of the Unknown. And the and the and the Challengers of the Unknown are ba- are, are totally that '50s sci-fi trope. The yeah. problem is, how do you? do that today i don't have an answer for that because if you had the spirit of like fantastic voyage you guys ever seen fantastic voyage yep yeah the movie where they shrink raquel welch and a bunch of people and put them in a guy's yes, body yes yes not a bad movie inner space is better but not a bad movie do you guys see inner space yeah. don't think martin short that is oh i know yeah. we're watching next week for the show it's a great movie oh no trust me on this one it's a 1980s classic all right i hate when you guys shit on every time i suggest something and I'll, I'll watch, always, no, I'll watch and that. I'm always right when a bot comes to suggesting a movie. I have never led us in a bad direction. I didn't make us watch Ice Pirates. <laughs> that wasn't my call. That's a classic. That's a fair point, I didn't, too. <laughs> I didn't suggest the Roger Corman Fantastic Four. This was hey. not my call. Hey, hold on. We mentioned this movie a lot on the show. I figured it was we time we finally we did. did it. I, so. I can't argue. I can't. I could not argue with your logic. I'm just saying that was not my suggestion. And we're going to go over why that movie is Where, Drew, the way watched, it is. Drew, so. what are we talking about? Where can we watch what? What are we talking about here? Yeah. Pronouns, pal. Sunset. To the sunset. I don't, I, don't, I don't agree. I need Doom to win. Win in the next movie and then maybe lose in the third. We need formidable villains. I can't, you know, there's a lot of truth to that. I don't disagree to that. with that, but I don't think you do that with the FF. 
I don't know. Like, I don't, it, it, all, it always comes down to execution. Let's see what the execution looks like. Yeah. With the Fantastic Four, you get some you get some wiggle room because, like, Mark Wade put it best. At their core, the Fantastic Four are not superheroes. They're adventurers. That's why I'm saying... You could do something. There's there's something there that could work. Could work. Yeah. All right. That's it all right. for social put media. Put a bandits. bullet in this segment. <clears throat> and here's our good friend. If you want to know how you can follow us on social media, get more Superhero Speak, and follow some other great podcasts, Here's a good friend, Don, to tell you more. You enjoying the show? Do you want to be part of Social Media Madness? Easy peasy. Head on over to SuperheroSpeak.com. You'll find all the links to our social media. You'll find the show uploaded there as well. Comic reviews by Chris. You can even go in the archives and find old comic reviews by yours truly. Absolutely. So again, that's SuperheroSpeak.com. Make sure and check that out. Make sure to engage on our social media. Speaking of social media... Superhero Speak is part of the Geek World All-Star Podcast Network. That podcast network includes great shows like the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Colt 45, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, the So Wizard Podcast, and Superhero Speak. That's right. You go to the X-Men app, the X app, hashtag GWAllStars, and you will not be disappointed. And you might as well do it before that app is dead. Listen, now it's time to go back to the show, and I'm going to be looking to see if JD makes a comment about sex or doing something to a woman's anatomy to see if John gets flustered or beat red, while at the same time speaking with confidence and zeal when he's talking about Pinkie Pie, Rainbow Dash, and the rest of the My Little Pony crew. Back to the show. Dang, I call My Little Pony G4! is a great piece of work man it is an amazing show do not diss it man what the hell i caught a stray making fun of john what huh that made me sound like a complete and total scuzzbag thanks don i was gonna compliment your new commercial too what the fuck Damn. there i finished my i, I finished my drink both of you in one. I love it. That, said, I, I don't take any offense to that whatsoever. I do. I'm offended I, as all hell. I like the way I am. I don't mind I don't mind the fact that I get well, a little not, flustered I'm about that stuff. So. No, hold on. I'm not what he just prof- professed me to be. What the... F- <laughs> uh, he said uh, inside question mark whatever your suggestion. Oh, Interspace. Yeah, great movie. Yeah. He wants to know Excellent. where you can watch it. Oh, HBO Max, I believe. Ah, there you go. Hey, our good friend James. I like X Pirates. Any movie with space herpes? Yeah, that was space that herpes. Was, yep, that was what broke me. Oh, there's Don in the chat thinking he's hilarious. <laughs> Your Jeez. lighting sucked. I missed the blue lighting, sir. I'll give ah, you that. I love it. I love it. Oh, Don, keep it up. What? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I'm out. You're out. You're out. You're done. Yeah. All right. So you can collect yourself and calm down. Why don't we take a quick commercial break and we bring it back with the news. Some podcasts are like this. I went to Japan and mm-hmm. I shot with Hitomi. She's the one with the really big boobs, right? The huge natural Asa boobs. Asa used to say Asa would hype her up a lot. Yeah. Were but... you intimidated going into seeing these boobs? I wasn't intimidated. I was excited because this was my moment. Glenny, this was my this moment. This is your moment to not be the biggest breasted queen of the No, no. This is my moment to finally have Hitomi to my face. People dream of this moment. I dreamt of this moment and my dream came true. I was. It was it. amazing. It, 
And some podcasts are like this. I don't take a shower. The only place I use soap would be my, my groin. You don't take a shower? Here's the thing. I don't take a traditional shower. I don't use soap. I don't use soap. This hair has never been washed. The beard has never been washed. There's never been soap on my chest. We have well water. We have a lake. We jump in the lake. We get into a cold plunge. I don't pick out an outfit. My closet is just full of shorts. And by the way, the only reason why I dressed up today is because of you guys. You dressed up. I'm wearing my fanciest stuff. I'm wearing <laughs> my it... fanciest watch. I noticed the watch. That's a good watch. Yeah, I'm good wearing watch, my, my yeah. fanciest <laughs> necklace. Here's the thing. I just got to be me. Nobody can be me the way that I can be me. Nobody can be Graham the way Graham can be Graham. Nobody can be Jack the way Jack can be Jack. Same for you, Alex. But only one podcast is where you can get in-depth analysis like this. Mm -hmm. I love how when she asked him what he does, and it was the most dated thing they could say. So I'm setting everything up for the 2000 switch. And I was like, oh, I forgot Y2K was a thing. Everybody was so scared. Well, whatever, shit. Yeah. When it goes to 99, we're going to go back in time. Everything's going to be all like, what? I'm going to go back to zero. How about, zero, just, zero, how about you just program one. two more numbers? You're like, why are we? Why are we? Or just everyone just knows that it's not 1900 on right. account of computers. They were worried that the computers would know the difference and they would freak the fuck well, out. They, and they, then they, it would gonna, be Skynet. Like they're going to enslave us and put the black people back <laughs> yeah. fucking just, all right, well, back, back into your sheds. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going <laughs> You had your freedom too long now. Yep. Let's go. It's, it's, it's time a- for you all to pick cotton. <laughs> This is Beat'em Down. And I'm Random Randy Savage. Find us on all your podcatching apps like Podbean or Spotify. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or just go to www.cult45podcast.com. Also check out our YouTube for that sweet video content. Cult 45, the only podcast that puts hair on your chest. After these messages, we'll be right back. Ah, <laughs> Don has a lot to say here. Let's see. I there's there's a, re- there's a reason. I think it was a side swipe. Blue is for nighttime. <laughs> and uh, JD forgets he did that three shows in a row. Hence the birth of the joke. It was a gag. Just a gag. <laughs> Dang, man. <laughs> and you thought we were friends. Let's go over the news. <sighs> All right. First off, this came out just a couple of days ago. Oh, oh the uh, what's her face from She-Hulk? Um, and, uh, Maslani. Maslani said that She-Hulk season two is very unlikely. Yeah, um, no kidding. It's expensive and not popular. Exactly. That's what she said. That the show was so expensive to make that Disney was pretty much like, yeah, nah, that's good. We're good. <laughs> yeah. Are we? I, I mean, we're not surprised. I don't think uh, anyone disappointed. Not really. No, no, JD. I'm rather yeah. like I'm, 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 I haven't liked anything, right? I'm 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 Marvel TV hater, so who cares? That's honestly what I, I think it was a bold choice. I really do. I think I, I praise him for trying She-Hulk. Um, it just wasn't. Who's especially the, since he required a full-time CGI character. Yeah, much. here's the problem too. The real problem is Marvel's over <clears throat> overabundance of CGI to the point where people are unionizing. Which is probably the, for the best. Protest too much, I'll give you something to protest. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's Marvel's over-reliance on CG, the point where they're, they're unionizing and they're not doing good work. Yeah. Right? Problem is they're trying to crank out too much stuff. That's why Victoria Alonso's gone, too. Big part of the reason. Like, she oversaw a lot of the VFX stuff, and there was a lot of bad blood there. It's just, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Like they I know, and I think people had an issue time. with all the fourth wall breaking. Yeah. And fourth it was wall- funny. 
Look at this. Fourth wall breaking is tough for a lot of people to wrap their head around. The Shell comic has never been like a top seller, and it's always been that. So it's always skewed a little. It's skewed to a more niche of a niche, right? Yeah. When you do that for a show, you're gonna you're gonna attract that same niche of a niche. So I the, get it. The funny thing is, this came on the heels of some rumors that came out that they were working on a, a She Hulk movie. And but I don't. I was like, really? Would that work in a movie? I don't know. No, it's like yeah. I said, niche of a niche. Like the only place they could have tried it was in Disney Plus. And honest to God, I don't hate that they gave it an effort. I don't hate that they gave it a whirl. I think the problem is they. I think that it's too many episodes, right? If this was like yeah. four, if it was like four, five, I think it would have been better than these. What was Shield was like eight, right? I think so. It was I half hours. Yeah. yeah, so it eight's was like a, eight, eight's a commitment. And that last episode was Santa. The last episode was disappointing, weird and disappointing. Be careful that Reb doesn't become your gimmick, JD. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so, working myself into a shoot, brother. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah, no, no season two for She-Hulk. But Marvel is moving forward with Kang the Conqueror replacement. Coleman Domingo is rumored to be rumor, the front runner. Rumor, rumor. Rumored to be the front runner, but. There was an insider from Marvel who said they are doing a recast, but don't expect an announcement anytime soon. Yeah. This was over on X that, that he made yeah, this announcement. That's, that's so, interesting because I've seen so many rumors about them, about Doctor Doom taking over. Even, I think that's fan. I think that's new rock stars. Here's the I, I know, but it's if New Rock Stars is covering it, maybe they heard something. I don't know. Anything where you get an, an unconfirmed source, right? You got to take it all with a grain of salt. Like, I'm until not talking actually, about who. Yeah, but I'm not talking about who's got this covered. It's, no, but I mean, like any rumor, mm-hmm. anyone that's the sources say, like, I just yeah. spent, I don't know why, I just spent a good chunk of last evening reading about Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey's relationship. There's so <laughs> many sources and so many, like, out and so many, like, conflicting stories. I have zero clue. I couldn't sleep. Like, I, I, I there's so many, quote unquote, sources. So you just got to be careful when it comes to these unbiased sources, because who's the yeah. source? Who's the source in Marvel? Like, those people have so many tight NDAs. We aren't going to know anything because I'll be honest. I don't think they know it's this was a really rough year. This is and they're in the bunker right now trying to figure out what to do next because everything went good until it didn't. Hmm. The person that was reporting this hold on. It's in the article. He works for Deadline, Justin Kroll, and he works for Deadline and he does a lot of reporting for Marvel. I think that's why they're taking this one with a little more heft than uh, I, I get it. But like I said, like, you might, be, you can't have a front runner. If you're saying don't expect an announcement soon, yeah. like there's a lot. Cause how many times have we reported on a front runner? Have we talked about reports on a front runner for Mr. Fantastic? Yeah. We've had that conversation at least three or four times. And now another guy's coming up with it. That was a show full of look at what we did instead of story. Yeah. Was, there was some stuff that I thought was fun, but there was some, I just, I don't know. I don't think there was enough material there. Uh, Kassan says someone else mentioned that she Hulk would be difficult to roll into an Avengers movies. Just the way it left the movie and changed the story and the studio making scenes conflict empty. Yeah, like I guess said, man, but that's oh that's She-Hulk. And <clears throat> there's a reason why she's not been with the there's not a there's not an extensive history of She-Hulk with the Avengers. She's a member of the Avengers, but not like the most popular version of She-Hulk. Cassandra says the people at Deadpool did fourth wall better than She-Hulk writers. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. <clears throat> Deadpool. Honestly, Deadpool as a character does fourth wall better than the She-Hulk stuff did. Even Drew's- though even though She-Hulk and Oh, as Howard the Duck did fourth wall breaking before he did. That's true. Uh, let, no, let us not speak of Howard the Duck. No, true. We don't have Ironheart be Kang. Uh, Trust me, bro. It's the all-knowing source. Yeah. That's how I feel about a lot of these things. It's like, it is. It's a lot of, trust me, bro. I got this. This is what's happening. 
like a lot of these like a lot of these rumors about the MCU the the Marvel Hayden Christensen for Reed Richards. Uh you lost me there, my friend. You lost me there. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting one. I don't know. He's on a redemption arc, right? We can talk about that last week. He is, but I don't want to see him play. I don't think he's right for Reed Richards. Yeah. And it has been confirmed though. The MCU Fantastic Four movie starts production Q three of this year. Yeah, but we're definitely February. gonna get enough. Wait, it starts two three? Q3. Production Q three. Yeah. Okay. July, September, July, August, September. You better start getting casting. Yeah, which to me that kind of puts weight on the uh, what's his name? Pedro Pascal, because if we're getting that close to production, they've got to be starting to cast or at least looking. Yeah. Superman's uh, starting production in Q two and they've had a cast for quite some time. I don't know. Hey, speaking of cast, that's a cat. Yes. We just saw cat <sighs> bung on the television. Or television. Jeez, how old am I? On the computer. <laughs> television. Yes. Yes, this is the problem with live television. Cats everywhere. Cat hole. Oh, wait. What did Kassan say? Dave's cat. <laughs> you should have a podcast every week. That's true. I got Astro here. He don't try to get on camera. No. I don't see John's cats this week. Sometimes they're behind him. They're sneaky. T- John's cats are dickheads. Ja- Jasmine's laying underneath the uh, the desk. She doesn't. She's gotten old, so she doesn't move around a lot. Ah. Uh, and so. Parker's somewhere. He'll he'll attack me at when I least expect it. <laughs> that was all the news I brought this week, though. It's been a slow month. It has. It's been a very slow January mm-hmm. for nerd news. Um, yeah, it's there's been a lot of comic book news, but nothing even. And that's not worth talking about. I went to the shop last week and I picked up a couple things. I picked up the uh, based on Chris's recommendation. I picked up Transformers number one. It's really yeah. good. It's really good. I was I like, should... I was wow, this is really good. And I also picked up Mark Wade's. I backtracked a little. Mark Wade's World's Finest number one. It was good. I tried to get my I tried to get my hands on the Hickman Ultimate Spider-Man book, but it was sold out. So I'm gonna have to go back when they get the new printing out. I'm gonna have to read that Transformers book because everyone. It's good. You're gonna like it. You're gonna like yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. If you think I'm gonna like it, then I, I, I know you. I know you have been on the show long enough. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna click with this. All right. I will definitely check it out then. All right. I think then the only thing we could do now is take a quick commercial break and come back. Drew and talk. Oh, oh. Before let's button this before we go. Drew said asked me if I read the IDW Transformers. Sir Andy Schmidt, my teacher, was the uh, original editor on those run on that run for the IDW Transformers. I read it originally. I didn't love it. It was okay. Didn't love it. I think this one's a lot better, actually, so far. It's only a handful of issues, and it's been pretty pretty simple, but so far, so good. Big fan. All right. That is... Uh, all right. Thrawn says, looking for Cobra Commander. No. I don't know what's... Uh, <laughs> Cobra Commander's not in the Transformers this time. We didn't do a crossover. They might, there might be a... I think there actually is a shared universe component to it, but I have not seen it in the first issue of the Transformers. Okay. Couldn't speak on it. All right. Speak on it. There is in the movies now. <laughs> There is. Uh, is they're not coming. straight up. Did you not it's see a... Rise of the Beast? Oh no, they're not. No depends. Is the same universe. Yeah. But are they? Going yeah. To the... GI Joe tried to recruit the the guy from. No, the no, I, I, I know. I, I saw the movie, but I don't know if they're going to like actually do that though. Are you think they will? They wouldn't put it in there if there wasn't at least a plan. Now they didn't make a lot of money, but nothing made a lot of money this year. Who knows what's going to happen in the future? Right. Every all these studios got to go. I got no ideas left. Yeah. Mm, this is true. All right. Now we're going to take a quick commercial break and be right back with our main topic. One more thing. Oh, oh no, uh, I, thought you, I thought you were going to cut me. I- this is so 
Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastan. You are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and with me, my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield, and the expert, Mr. Mark Higg, Mark Ellis Ray, you are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends review movies, TV, and sometimes more, podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. For Kellis Reagans, please tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcasts. Everybody, you can head on over to SoWizardPodcast.com, and there you're going to find a brand new episode every week. Find So Wizard on all podcasting streaming platforms, such as iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, and pretty much wherever you can find a podcast. Check out our YouTube page, where new content is being uploaded regularly. We also have a Patreon page for as little as a dollar a month. You can receive exclusive bonus content while you're supporting the show. No, I didn't. First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and then you build a following. It takes a long time, and I've been working on it for a while. After these messages, we'll be right back. We don't have a Google Calendar. Perhaps that's our problem. Oh, yeah, that's the... We, we needed a Google Calendar. We need more guests. We haven't had guests on in a while. We had uh, two on last um, week. Not that type. Oh, yeah, you're right. Do, yeah. That will be fixed next week. By the way... Or does uh, that mean I don't have to come? What? Does that mean I don't have to come? <laughs> oh, no, it doesn't. I, I'm going to say this as I say every... Uh, I haven't said it in a while, but I try to say it a lot. If you're a podcast and you'd like to be uh, an advertised on this show, quick, make a quick 30-second to one-minute ad not like colt 45 and send it on over to us and we'll be glad to, to show it during the podcast or just um, ask us to do a read in the middle of our show i'll do it. apparently he's apparently john, uh, john apparently i'm jd sorry, sorry i know that's an insult apparently jd will work two jobs at once and while you're here i haven't said this yet this show if you are not please click that subscribe button click that bell for notifications so you don't miss us when we go live on sunday nights at 8 30 Eastern and uh, yeah, all right. Oh wait, what did Kassan say here? I do have a suggestion. Okay, Kassan says I do have a suggestion. Create a Discord channel. You'll pull more people in and possibly gather more stories for your shows. I think we have a Discord channel that we We, don't use. We do, and and the link is in the description of the shows. Every week, is it the good link? The one with the never ending. I'll tell you something. Mike and I are on the Voices of Wrestling Discord, and that place is a madhouse. It gets a lot of attention. So if someone were to be willing to nurture it, like someone who worked in front of a computer all day and didn't talk to children, like I think it could be something. John. I have Discord open all day and nobody's joined. Do you, but yeah. here's the, okay, here's the thing, though. You could say I have this thing. But what are you doing to promote it? Like you gotta, we gotta. It's like a Patreon. Like you got a Patreon, but what are we doing to nurture it? What I we argue with like Dave about it? getting the link in the description. That's how they we're live. It's in we the description, it's in the description right promote. now. If wherever you're watching this, <laughs> it's in the description. It says join the Discord, and there's a link. So but we don't like. So what, damn it, people! <laughs> no, but that's the thing is, we gotta invite people and, and nurture it and have like conversations and do stuff. And I'm not over there. Best match from last SmackDown, JD. I don't watch WWE. I hate the I hate 
WWE with the fiery passion of a thousand sons. If Kazuchika signs with the WWE, I will never watch another one of his matches again. I am an wow. AEW New Japan fan oh, for, for, for life. And CML. Wow. Love CML. <clears throat> yeah. Hate WWE. Yeah. Let's, I think we could. He's got a point. We could have a very healthy, fun discord, but we got to water the grass. We got to nurture it. I'm guilty of it too. I don't do shit. No, you don't. All no, right. I don't. That's part of the problem. I'm happy to uh, to nurture it. I'll, I'm like I said, I'm online all day. So, so all right. Main topic time. Back in 1994, a movie was made that never came out, but got leaked. And of course, that's Fantastic Four, directed by Ro- Roger Corman. I don't think he actually directed. I think he just produced it, right? He co-produced. Yeah, he's not the actual director of this movie. Yeah, know. he, co-pro- he, he oh. co-produced. Yeah, it's just his production house. Oh, okay. yeah, right. directed by Oli uh, Sasson. Yeah, ah, exactly. exactly. Here's the problem. Um, with this movie. Here's the thing about this movie. This is an ash can film. You guys familiar with that phrase? Ash can. I know what an ash can is, but that's because I'm old. Yes. Well, that's it's an old it's a movie that's great. not meant to see the light of day. Correct. It's a movie meant to secure to to hold rights. But nobody involved in the creation of this movie. Even Roger Corman, Knew it. by Knew all it. accounts, didn't know until the very end. Mm-hmm. Because, what was it, Eichinger? Was it? Or was it, what was the name of the company? Damn it, I had all my notes here and now they're gone. <laughs> no, there, there was the company that held the rights, didn't tell anybody that, the region, that, that they were letting Corman's production company do this because they needed a movie in order to keep the rights. And it, it was a disa- one disaster from another. And the problem, or, or, well, the thing is, if you watch the movie, you can see that all the actors and the director, and yes, they all put their heart and soul into it. The composers put $6,000 of their own money towards an orchestra to, to do the score. The score sounds great. That, that's dumb. They could have done what James Cameron did and get a keyboard and knock out a score in their, in their garage. There's in good 94? News. James Cameron did it in 84 with the Terminator. Yeah. They were going, they were going whole hog. This, th- this thing was filmed in a condemned no. barn. Good. It was um, condemned. I like, feels they, like they had a, they got a cat to, to handle the rats. <laughs> yeah. It's a dump uh, of a movie. Tells you enough of it. But it wasn't their fault. It was, it's you not know, their fault they made a bad movie. What? No, every all they all think they made a good movie. They they wish that wrong. that post production hadn't been it it was they weren't allowed to finish. They were never allowed to, there there's a documentary called Doomed. If you watch that, they go doomed. through all the steps of what happened. I've and they it's weren't not, allowed to finish post production. Madam Webb, I'm convinced, is an Ashcan film. Madam Webb is like that. The the difference between the Ashcan film and the Fantastic Web is the Fantastic Four was never meant to see the light of day. They basically, they much like Captain, unlike the Captain America movie from Albert Payan that I believe 21st Century Studios put out. That movie, I remember going to the mall and seeing posters for the Captain America movie. I remember seeing ended, a teaser trailer in the theater. I never saw a teaser trailer, but I remember the posters vividly. That movie never came out because it was bad and they just couldn't get the release together because they didn't have enough money. This movie never was planning on seeing the light of day. And this movie actually comes out around, the, there's actually a great story about this in the MCU book. This is the same time that made to keep copyright. Exactly. I think that's what yeah. I said. This movie comes out around the same time as Toy Biz is basically battling Ron Perlman for control of Marvel. 
and Avia Rod and crew take control of Marvel. And then they just go, oh, God, this movie's coming. Like, nobody really knew this was a thing. And they're like, just make it go away. Just make it go away. And that's why. Well, they, they, they wanted to go away because they, no, it wasn't, it was, they were going, they were, I think, literally. So Bernard Eichinger and his production company, Constantin Film, they own the rights to Fantastic Four. And they needed a film in order to fulfill their contract to be able to keep the rights. So they say, Let, so that they let's could, give this. So that they could sell them back. Later on. Yeah, but the, the, well, the, problem was that, the problem was that also in the works at that time was Warner Brothers and Constantin Films trying to make a big budget Fantastic Four film. Now, it came a little bit later, but that still didn't change the fact that this thing was coming out. John, here's the thing. Couldn't do anything, right? Stan Lee and Avi Arad, they didn't want this movie. Like, they, this is a bad deal made from an old, from when Perlman is running Marvel, right? When he was just selling out those things like, right? When Avi Arad and those guys take control of Marvel, the first thing they try to do is recoup all of their IP. Excuse me all their IP. This is the same era that James Cameron is working on his pitch for his scriptment, we'll call it, for Spider-Man. This is the time that Starlog is going crazy because Marvel is trying to get their studio things going and it's not going great. But the the last thing they wanted was this thing out there. Again, this movie was not made to get a release but it could have gotten a home video release. We talk about that. This very easily could have gone to home video and uh, people could have recouped well, their money. That's the irony of it is that because of the story behind this and, and how everything went down, so many more people have seen this movie than it probably would have ever gotten. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Release, right? That's what makes this movie the most fascinating is that almost immediately it got leaked, which makes me wonder if someone who actually worked on the movie and then when they were done knew is oh, they, it going they, out. One of, one of the one of the I think it was the director. First off, the director tried to go into the warehouse, Roger Corman's warehouse, and find the negative. And apparently, it already been grabbed and t- and all the was it the negative and I guess the first copies or whatever they were all taken. So he he had like transfers. yeah he had a transfer he had one transfer copy. He brought it to a place to get some get some copies made just in case. And he think that, and they think that's where the leak happened, where the guy who was making the copies took one look at it and said, holy shit, this is the Fantastic Four movie. I'll take one copy for myself. Wildly, and that's where all the other copies came from. Originally. Wildly illegal. Wildly yeah. Yes. Illegal. Now, yes. What, yes. what worked about, this is an era where pirated videos become really popular, right? In the 80s and 90s yep. was like the era, and you would go to flea markets and you would find all these pirated videos, right? I remember going yep. to these things in the 90s, and I would be looking for for uh, knockoff wrestling tapes and stuff that's like that. That's how I got Akira, yeah. And that's how I also got the Star Wars holiday special. There's yep. just a very similar story. This is There's just enough copies floating around, and it's a, v, it's a shit VHS transfer that everyone has seen. No one's actually... Yeah, a, tra- actually a lot of them were transfers of transfers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it's your copies of copies. Which streamer offers this movie? YouTube. You can watch yeah, it on of YouTube. all the places, it's YouTube is got. Yeah. It's not a real because it's not a real movie. Yeah. No one owns the Marvel owns the right technically now because it's theirs, but they're not going to release it. They have zero. I always thought of, I have a theory that one if physical media was still a thing, if Marvel could have released the Fantastic, maybe it is by the time this Fantastic movie happens. I think we might actual thirty of the Fantastic Four movie DVD bonus. You're breaking up there, man. 
Oh, sorry. God damn it. I'm bailing. I'll be back. So he was saying, yeah, this could have been a bonus feature on one of the Fantastic Four movies. I don't see why they didn't throw it on Disney+. Plus. Tell you the truth. The thing is, even some of the actors, the guy who played, the guy who played Doom, which was jo- Joseph Culp, interesting son of Robert Culp, um, the right. guy who played Agent Maxwell on The Greatest American Hero. But the, even he was like, just bring me in and I'll redo the voice because the, it, it's really funny. The guy with the Doctor Doom mask, Joseph Culp, he was, you can't understand him. You can understand him better than you can the guy who played Bane in the last Batman movie. But, I'm Hardy. But still, he was ready to go in at any time and do the voiceover so that he could, you know. ADR, it's called. The ADR, right. They were were ready. He was ready to go in and do the ADR. And there was no money left by the time, you know, because at that point, it started to become apparent that this really was not meant to be released. So Doom sounds like this the whole movie because it's just the microphone. But again, like. The guy wearing a mask. Again, like for Roger Coleman, for a Roger Corman film. This is probably one of the. This is really, but he was making it at the same time as Carnosaur, which is really funny. Carnosaur is a, a better movie than this. I know, but the thing is that they were hampered at every turn. Yeah, because it wasn't so supposed. It's because it, it wasn't supposed to be a thing. This right. is just this is an exercise in futility for everyone involved. Nobody had any intention of releasing this movie. It's the producers. This is the producers in real life. Yeah. This, no, because they this weren't. This springtime for Hitler. The, pro, the producers didn't know that it was not supposed to be made until after they made it and started to go no, out to, making, to no, com- comic making, book. No, the, the producers, the, the movie, the Mel Brooks movie. Yeah, yeah I know. They something bad. Like, that's the right, But they weren't they, trying to make something. It, only, the only people that knew that they were trying to make something bad was Constant. Everybody else yeah, put their the, A game into it. That's the producers. They, Everyone was trying except the people that were in charge. That's why they went to jail at the end. Great movie. The first. Roger Corman didn't go to jail, but he did get a $1 million check to sell out everybody. And he did it because he's a businessman, but he got a million dollar check so that he, so that they could take the negative and and all the evidence that the movie had been made. And the guy from Constantin, I believe it was him. He paid, apparently he paid for all the negatives and everything. And then he claims he burned them. I believe it. So, all right. Let's back up a little bit here. Again, this movie was never supposed to come out. It gets leaked. It becomes, it basically becomes like a nerd cult classic, right? Yeah, for sure. Everyone who's into comic books has seen this movie, even though you weren't supposed to. So my question is, do you remember the first time you saw this movie and how you saw it? Ten Uh, years ago. I was about to say, John, you can go first. (laughs) Ten Ten years ago, I saw it. And I think it was, where did I see it? I think it was at a, I have no idea. I might have run across it online. It must have been across it online. Because I know that there's a DVD out of it, which I am now going to track down. But uh, but no, I, uh, I must have been online. I can't remember exactly where I saw it. It must have been back when I was doing all those streaming, illegal streaming places. Yeah. But uh, I thought, I again, I think it's the most, it's the best representation of the Fantastic Four <laughs> Of of all the movies, they weren't. They didn't have Sue Storm have to take her clothes off just because she was played by Jessica Alba. They had a real for the money that they had. The thing costume was actually really good. Thing costume was not bad. The highlight of the and movie. and Doctor Doom was who he was supposed to be. He was supposed to be a, the Liege Lord of Latveria, and he's and he was canon. I was like, yeah. I, if it wasn't, if it was if it, 
He wasn't. I, I'm sorry, but I am of the mind that this, if they had put a little bit more money into this, and they hadn't been undercut at every at every turn, that this could have been a really good movie. All right, okay, we'll, we'll get back to that. Ja, JD, do you remember the first time you saw this? Probably about a decade ago. I want to say I was probably in like a CBR forum or something like that, and someone posted the YouTube link. Maybe a decade and a half ago, something like that. Okay. This has been on YouTube for a long time. And I finally, because I wasn't going to pay for this. I could have bought this on, on VHS numerous times or DVD, yeah. and I had no interest. No way. I could have downloaded it off LimeWire. I had no LimeWire. That's where I saw it. I got it from there. You download okay. LimeWire. You, you probably got a virus. No, I'm actually too good for that. But I forgot who I was talking to for a second. I apologize. <laughs> I downloaded plenty of stuff off LimeWire. And did awful things to my dad's computer. I'm really sorry. I um, when I used LimeWire, I had it running in a virtual machine that was controlled. Oh so. my god! You're a nerd, and I love. So this movie, it's you know what this is. This is a bunch. This is like all those people. In, I didn't make a movie, right? And they have their dad's camera, and they got some costumes <laughs> that they put together, and they're editing it with two VHS machines stacked next to each other. It's lowbrow amateur. The acting is as good as you can expect, but it's by no means good. Like it's like Carnosaur. It's a bad, good Roger Corman. Movie. All right, let it's me. Not, let it's me. not like Little Shop of Horrors, the Jack Nicholson one, not Brandis one. This movie sucks. I but I don't see that it sucks because I can see the heart put into it, and the, and the I don't think the acting God, is I've, that bad. God, I've made bad movies. Like I, I I understand the amount of I believe me, no one understands the amount of time, effort, and soul it takes to make a movie like I do. I get it. I've been there. I've done it. I've made bad movies. Let's call it spade a spade. This movie fucking sucks, and there's a reason right, why I'm all let married. Me, let me tell you my experience with this yeah, movie. I remember. It's got to be 99, 2000, and go to a comic book convention, right? And if you remember, because you don't see them anymore, when you would go to a comic book convention back then, there would be a table somewhere where a guy had a bunch of bootleg DVDs and and VHS tapes, stuff that you can't find, and someone had the Fantastic Four movie. And my brother was like, ooh, they made a Fantastic Four movie? And he bought it. We went home and we watched it, and I remember at the time. Now you got to remember, this is position before X Men. This is a box is positioned in between a bunch of copies of Emmanuel and Space and whatnot, <laughs> and Battle Beyond the Stars. Just <laughs> Battle like, Beyond Stars. Remember, this is this was either this was either right after X Men or right before X Men. We haven't even had Spider Man yet. There wasn't talk of a Fantastic Four movie. I remember watching it going. Oh, that wasn't too bad. Flash forward to 2024, where I watch it again for the podcast, and I'm like, God, this is horrible. Butt cheeks, man. This movie is butt cheeks. It's so bad. I don't know why I don't see it that way. Yes, the the production value sucked, but that's because it was a Roger Corman film that they did. It wasn't even a million dollars. They gave him five. They gave him five hundred grand, and then he made up the other five hundred grand by doing the. Was it the Hollywood magic well, of, well, I'll I can, put this through my production company and, can, and I'll lease my own space and all? I can so. look past the production value of it. The special effects are 1980s TV level special effects at the at the most, right? Uh, like, that's kind. That's even kind to say. No, it's, it's about the level of the original Spider-Man movie. Nah, the thing is pretty good. The Mr. Fantastic arm stretch is one of the worst things I've ever that's ever been committed to celluloid. 
Eh. No, it's so bad. It's so bad. Oh, especially pulling the webs and the Nicholas. Oh, that that end is is a meme. Yes, I I, that was yeah. Okay, that was bad. Production values aside, I can look past that. Me too. The story is so weird and convoluted. Makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense. Nope. It starts off. You feel like okay, this is in a Doctor Doom and Reed Richards are, are past or intertwined story, which I still don't get. Like why that's become a thing and you can have dr doom just be dr doom he doesn't have to be a schoolmate of reed richards episode of snl level <laughs> yeah okay. yeah remember that but, remember that first season of saturday night live where margot kidder is the guest host and they have that cocktail party with all this is a joke from the 70s so if you don't get what i'm talking about i understand go to youtube saturday night live and look this up that's what this movie looks like. But then we flat, and then we think they make it look like Victor dies, right? And it's also one of those things where they make it feel like a mystery. Is Victor and Doom the same? Like, they, they make, is it two separate people? Anyone who's read a Fantastic Four co- comic knows it's the same and, person. And like Victor Von Doom is Doctor Doom? Yes, not a mystery. Yeah, that that was because it took what fifteen minutes of actual screen time for him to figure out. Hey, this is my old friend Victor Von Doom. Reed Richards, smartest man in the universe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Who was the, for lack of better term, the leprechaun? He was supposed to be mo- the mole. Was it uh, oh, mole man? man? Supposed to be mole. But man. but they didn't have the rights, so they had to change it to something else. But they, that felt so thrown in. They didn't need that at all in this movie. This was a first pass of the script that, like, did not get edited down for them for to make a better. You're movie. absolutely right. That's actually what happened. There were no rewrites on the script. Hey. <laughs> so yeah, like that's one of the biggest issues. No one looked at the script and said, "Oh, let's do this. Let's do that," because yeah, it wasn't I, meant to be. A movie. I have a feeling that no one looked at the script ever. No, they looked at the script. They just, they, they never did a rewrite. There was no money That's for a rewrite. Thing. Like, none of the <laughs> actors went, yeah, this script doesn't make sense. This movie doesn't, I, calling it a movie is even a stretch. Like I Mr. Fantastic. No, he doesn't even stretch. Here's my stretch. Well, I get right. I think, look, keep blaming you know, Roger Corman. I get it, but it's a bad movie. Like, I'm not blaming you, Roger Corman. I'm saying it was Roger. It, I, it's the same as I, if Uwe Boll was, was asked uh, yeah, to make it. Yeah, Uwe Boll <laughs> makes bad movies. We make that joke all the time. Battlefield Earth stars some of the biggest stars of their generation. What a piece of shit. <laughs> Yeah. Good people, like, dude, it's hard to make art. I get it. And it's really hard. This is not a good movie. Not even for kitsch value. This yeah. is worse than the Captain America movie with Matt Salinger. With rubber ears. With rubber oh, ears. Yeah, you know, I didn't know that. those rubber ears until I was older and people pointed out to me. And I still like, oh, I think those rubber ears actually look decent. Like, this movie's I don't know. After I, found out, after I found out they were rubber ears and I watched it again, I'm like, now you can tell. I don't know. I always think they looked okay. I mean, you like, can't I unsee them. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I have, maybe I have to look at it again. I, I believe me, I haven't watched that movie in decades, but I know for a fact the Captain America movie was better than this. The Punisher with Dolph Lundgren was better than this. The Punisher with Ray Stevenson was better than this. How about the uh, uh, Nick Fury with David Hasselhoff? I never saw that, so I can't speak to that. Okay. Nor the Generation X made for TV movie. The Doctor <laughs> Strange made for TV movie better than this. Yeah, but those all those were all allowed to be finished. Those were all allowed to be finished. They never allowed to. They the only reason we see what we see now, and the only reason it's as finished as it is, because they were sneaking the tapes into into studios while they were working on other movies. 
Doesn't and matter. secretly work, working to finish this one. You can finish a piece of shit, and it can still be a piece of shit. You could put lipstick on a pig, but you ain't going to take it home you're, to meet you're your mom. There saying, you're sitting there saying it, has, it wasn't finished. It wasn't really started. There was no real production value put into this from the beginning. There was no, like, let's edit one, the Dave. script and make it a good script. Let's yeah. figure out what the set should look like. Let's, like, get some good costumes on these people. It was just, I'm, like... Here's I'm a sorry. I, st- I we'll still think it is... On it. I still think it is a better representation of camaraderie between the, the no. members of Contest Four than any of these other movies. That there is come no out. relationship. All right, I'll, I'll give you the Trank movie. movie. I will the give what? you the Trank. I'll give you the Trank movie. Sure, it was better than the Trank movie. That movie was awesome. The Tim yeah. Story, the original Tim Story, Fantastic Four is significantly better than this, and that's not a good movie either. I will say this too about the production value, though. I am shocked by the Thing costume in this. And yeah, that's it feels actually like pretty good. It feels like it's a TMNT. Like the same co- concept, mm-hmm. right? The, the so I'm wondering if the same company that made those costumes made Jim Henson. No, that was the Henson okay. company that made those. Yeah, movies. that's right. You're right. Believe me, they had they had nothing to do with this. But the people that did a kick-ass job on the, I'll say it up and down. The thing costume in this looks way better than it has any right to. It doesn't look great. And that's, it looks better. That's, than it was Reeve, Reeve Richards did it. Reeve Richards did has done ironically enough. Yeah, a, a bunch of stuff. I, I have to um, imagine that yeah. they were hired for it and they didn't know it. And they were like, we're going to make this as the best we can because it's going to be a big most of the uh, budget comic went, book movie. And that's we'll what get... most of the budget went to was the co- yeah. was the costume. Specifically Obviously. all the servos in attempt to make the yeah. face expressive. Yeah. It's technology that, that's, that had existed since the 80s, pioneered by guys like Rick Baker. I thought the Trank movie was an anti-drug ad. Yeah, fair. Yes, Brooke. Yeah, yeah, because you feel like you're on drugs watching it. If you never want to feel that again, <laughs> Brooke Davis. Hey, thanks for commenting. You're unfamiliar to us. Do you guys know who this who this Brooke is? I don't know who Brooke is. No. Hey, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. We haven't seen. Yes. I hope you hope you come back again. The track movie um, sucks. By the way, you're you are 100 percent correct. And I think the thing in that looks more. The thing in this is far more comic accurate than the thing in that. That's. Let's set up yeah. that movie. Yeah, and same thing with Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom was more was, the first, was more canon uh, well, than. Look at that. That's also the first, the Trank one is the first CG thing, which should have been the easiest to make comic accurate and, <laughs> in comparison. And yeah. Yet here we are. Yeah. That, we never, so, we're yeah. never going to review that movie. We, I don't think we reviewed that movie when it came out, did we? I, I apparently forget everything we review. We didn't review the Fantastic Four on the show, did we? I think I was on the show at the time. Maybe was, I'm wrong. That was so horrible, that one. Oh, my God. All right, I'll look it Someone up. Go back. Someone go back. This movie, John, I respect your love. Like, I, I like that you like, that you respect the effort that was put into this. I respect you for, for having that love and you seeing through it. Because there's, but at the same time, like, I just think it's a really bad movie. There, there's a, a documentary also on YouTube called Doomed, the Untold Story of Roger Corman's The Fantastic Four. And the channel that you want, and Dave, I sent the link. Maybe we can add the link to the description here because okay. um, the channel is Popcorn Flicks because there, there's a couple of copies of it around or a lot of people that are using that title. But Popcorn Flicks is the channel that has the actual full, what is it, hour and 24 minutes of this documentary. And it makes you feel sad for these people that they what they went through making this movie and then how they got surprised, how they got stabbed in the back at the end. That's Hollywood, though, man. This is the I know, I know. only time it's ever happened. People, here's the deal. I don't feel bad for these people. They all got paid. 
Yeah. They, got, they got paid, but they this they spent the entire time making this movie thinking this is our big break. This is we're going to get recognition. There comes there come okay. There comes a point where you're lying to yourself, right? If you look around and you see what you're making, you think that this is going to be my big break. You are lying to yourself. There's no way those people who are working on this movie truly believe, yeah. man, this is going to rival Tim Burton's Batman. No, not rival Tim Burton's Batman. Was yeah, it. it but it was but the that's Fantastic Four. It's it's, no, but that's what you're comparing it to in the air. We're talking 1984. We're not talking 1984. We're talking right. 1994. I get, so I'm competing I get it. with Batman. You're competing with Teenage Mutant Turtles. Like at this point, the be figured out. It would be a while before it was figured out again. This is definitely a fallow period. Don't get me wrong. But like, there's no way those people showed up for work every day looking at popcorn glued to a cart to some cardboard and thought, this is it, baby. Actually, it was no, Dixie Cup staple, staple gun to foam outlines on the walls. But That's no, what I'm saying. Well. You're right. That is what it is. But I mean, you don't. <laughs> That's literally what lying. it was. You're, that was in the documentary. <laughs> you're smoking the copium at this point. You're capping. Like, you're fooling yourself. There's no way. The copium? But still, like. Still, copium, like still, that? I'm on the internet, but, but still, like it was, it would have been something, but to have nothing at the end of it, not even allowed to have a copy of it to show to the next person when they. Go- <laughs> That's a great one, Throg Kill in those thing one, thing two type costumes. Oh God, no way they thought it was gonna pop up. Yeah, they're full of shit, and if they believed it, they're dumb, and I feel sorry for them for being dumb. Just watch the documentary. I'd like to hear what it. your thoughts about. It. I've seen Doom. I'll say this. Mm. Everyone who was making Star Wars didn't think it was going to be a hit. They thought it was garbage. Yeah. So what I'm saying is that I feel like actors more often than not, when they're making a movie, they're like, if anyone comes see this, we'll be lucky, right? Because let's put it this way. Who in the movie is a name? But Star in Star Wars, nothing had been done like that. But the only other movies, sci-fi space movies like that were like Battle Beyond the Stars and other yeah. stu- other crap Nobody, like that. So they, they, of course they didn't think it was going to wear. But this was the Fantastic Four. They thought they thought maybe this would be a step up. Again. Because it's the Fantastic Four. Now, again, it's also 1994. So if Marvel's going to make a movie where you're like, oh, this is guaranteed hit, it's X-Men. Because that yeah, was but, the book. Or, or, or Spider-Man. Or Spider Man, but yeah, they'd already done the Spider Man, and it was horrible at that point. So. Oh, the Nicholas X-Men Hammond was... one, yeah, a de- twenty years earlier or fifteen years earlier. That's the thing, and this is the era. Like I said, it's Starlog. You go on Starlog, Gary Oldman and Dracula looked in the mirror and said, Fuck "Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's true." Gary Oldman, de- yeah. I, which but part? That's Gary, like, Gary Oldman. Oldman's so good. Yeah, Gary Oldman just knows. Actually, he just told me he just said he was in a movie. Yeah, he said he sucked in in, in the Harry Potter movies. He actually truly believes he was not good in those movies. I just wow. yeah, I like him. No, yeah, he's yeah. really good in that. He's good in those movies. He can't not be good. Gary yeah. Ullman is just talented. He, you could just pay him to read the menu, and he'd be like, chicken <laughs> fried rice. And you'd be like, yeah, chicken fried rice, man. Fuck yeah. But that's the thing. is this movie, Yeah, Gary Ullman, that's a great example. Gary Ullman looked at the butt he had on his head and could have easily gone, I have a giant butt on my head. I look ridiculous. He didn't. He saw, he looked and saw Francis Ford Coppola over there and be like, this is going to be something. And it was. Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula is interesting, but it's successful. Yeah. And there's no way, there's no way anybody who worked on this movie truly believed it was. I mean, the best, when the most known actor is the kid who was in The Boy Who Could Fly, a forgettable film about five years earlier. Like, it's just, we're fooling ourselves. We're fooling ourselves even entertaining. But regardless of what you think about them, they were, act, they were desperately marks. trying to advertise 
They were going to... And Roger Corman gave them like a thousand headshots and other pictures that they were able to, that they were supposed to bring with them to these conventions so that they could get the, do signing things and such. And, and then all of a sudden they were told to stop and then a cease and desist letter was sent to them. Yeah, because they made a shitty movie. I'm sure if they would have... I'm sure no, no, I'm it was sure. because they were... It's because they were going. It's because Warner Brothers did a deal behind behind the scenes with Constantin to start work on the fantastic, the big budget Fantastic Four movie. And Constantin did. First off, You're Warner right. Brothers heard about the other movie and said, "We don't want this thing out when we're about to put out another Fantastic, or, or yeah, another Fantastic Four movie." And so they, they, everybody, literally, because it's Hollywood, everybody said, "Let's kill this thing." And it's not just it's Avi Arad too in Marvel. Avi Arad and Marvel didn't want this thing either. Brooks says they were trying to save the record store like an Empire Records. Yeah, very similar. Yeah. Yeah. What was the name of the bad guy in Empire Records? Rex Manning. It was Rex Manning Day. At what time does the stream end? I don't know, man. It just goes. When we, when we, yeah. when, when we run 10, out of things to talk about. When we run out of things to talk about. When John and JD stop fighting. I'm not really fighting. I'm just like, I, I really. I respect that you like the quaintness of it. I do. I just see this and I'm like, this is. This is some, like, it's Roger Corman, man. Like, I don't know how anybody jumped on this and said, you know who's involved in this movie? Roger fucking Corman. Gonna be a hit. <laughs> like, and what it, you, you knew what it you was the biggest. The, it was the biggest budget thing he ever did, and it's the only thing he had ever released. Because a million dollars is nothing. In, in 2024, a million dollars is nothing. In 1994, a million dollars was nothing. That's yeah, not even no, a budget. No, it was, it was definitely a nothing, right. budget. Like, okay. In 1994, they could have made Godzilla minus one. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> In the same year, Robert Rodriguez with $35,000 makes El Mariachi by himself. No yeah. crew. And that fucking rules. Yeah. Yeah, it so did. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. They knew what they were getting. They signed a deal with Roger Corman. I know. It's like signing a deal with Uwe Boll. I got it. I got it. But he's known for that and has been known for okay. that since the teens. Just yep. for comparison... The 1989 Batman budget was $48 million. Hey, hold on. Mike Gilbert says El Mariachi fucking owns. That's right, sir. He did. We the recording overtime as soon as we're done with this. Thanks, Mike, for popping <laughs> in. <laughs> and, and Thron Kill said they just needed that John Hughes soundtrack. That should kind of would have been great if it had a John Hughes soundtrack. It was the soundtrack that the, the, the was it? The, oh shoot, who were their it's, names? It's fine. It, the, the soundtrack wasn't bad at all. They overspent. No. Yeah, David and Eric Worst did the the music. Dude, Hans Zimmer is one dude in the keyboard. I know you hate him with all your heart and soul, John, but he's How a dude. Dare in the keyboard. you bring up his his? his but he's better than this. How, so something right? It's like this movie, like because it's so low budget. It gives bad horror movie film oh, vibes yeah. at times. Because it's Roger Corman. That's what he did. That's yeah. Roger Corman. He made a movie with Jack yeah. Nicholson and Basil and no, Boris Karloff called The Terror. That was awful. It was absolutely awful. Because that's what he makes. Bad movies. Hughes went to Wax Tracks in Chicago for his music. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't like, I really don't know what to say. I do. It sucks. Yeah. The CG it's still the worth a watch to see what it could have been. It's not like bad as in don't ever watch it because of the story behind it. Okay. The the best thing would be grab some popcorn, watch this, and then watch the doomed documentary. And then. But there's better things to watch. Like life is short. Life is short. (laughs) 
we're only here for a brief amount of time. And the fact that we and had to we watch watched. this movie. I know, 90 minutes ask. of my life that I'm never going to get back to. And I've already wasted 90 minutes of my life. I knew what I was me, getting into, and I did it again. Because I'm an idiot. Let me ask the filmmaker here in the room. Is there, are there bones in this movie that could be salvaged to make a good Fantastic Four movie? Define bones. Like, no. The like, concept of the story, could you... Yes, it a little bit. Yeah, it's yeah, they ripped off Jack Kirby. Like of course the bones are yeah. there. Like you're talking about the biggest comic genius of all time. But I can watch the Robocop doc. Yeah, I probably could too, actually. Yeah. Well, um, that's what I, the right the writer wrong. of the script actually the yeah. first thing he did was he went and got the earliest uh, issues of Fantastic that's, Four to know what it was about. That's what you should do. You should steal yeah. from Jack Kirby liberally, as people have been doing it for decades. So yeah, the bones of the story are taken from the are the greatest genius to ever grace comic books. Yes, I will admit to that. No, the movie fucking sucks. Okay, it's a bad movie. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. It was supposed to be. It did what it set out to do. Roger Ebert always says you judge a movie by what its goals are and what it's trying to accomplish. I didn't even this get movie, this movie does what it's supposed to it's, do. Its goal was to not it's exist. A, That's the it's, problem. It's a hostage situation. Yeah. Like, yeah. Pretty much. This was, movie yeah. is a hostage situation. Give us a script or give us money or we'll put this thing out. Okay. Okay. Here's a check. Here's a check. The mm-hmm. end of this movie also got me too. got me. The, Reed is holding doom's hand over the wall of the castle. That's up oh, on a so cliff. Corny. And, and his glove comes off or his hand comes off. John, are you talking about the, or Dave, are you talking about the, uh, the ending they ripped off from Batman 89? <laughs> yeah, but, but he falls and you don't see the body, right? So, so he, Cause that would have cost body. money. But yeah, much like Skeletor the... in masters of the universe, another movie that had no budget. That was better than this. That the, the actually, I don't is... think the actor, I don't think the actor who played doom actually did that scene where he falls. I think they added that in post in one of their secret post sessions. When when Ben Grimm is on the on the streets, that wasn't the actor playing Ben Grimm in the suit. That was I think it was the co- I would think it was the director who did that because they they wanted to add that scene in and they had gotten it in before the pl- the plug was pulled. So like James old- Cameron on the making of the first Terminator movie. Him and Arnold Schwarzenegger grabbed a camera and went out and shot stuff, just the two of them. Yep. yep. You can make a great movie with no money. You can make a legendary movie with no money. Just mm-hmm. with the sheer force of will and talent. It can be done, this movie. Well, except when one of your characters stretches and another one sets The Terminator on is a robot! Yeah, yeah but, but practical robot. effects cost less than trying to set an entire person on fire with early 1994 CGI, which there's another story. The original guy that they got to do the, the special effects turned out he had totally lied on his resume. Well, gosh, and so they John, finally it's almost like they didn't plan on actually making this I, I, I know. So they finally got somebody else to help out who helped out with, for their, with their own money and, uh, and they, they did what they could with it. What I was trying to get at was they, the the glove is sitting there at the end, and then the the fingers start moving, and it's like, yeah, when yeah. is that ever a thing with Doctor Doom? Like, it's not. Like, it's like, it's, it's, it's like the end of Masters of the Universe, the post credit for Masters of the Universe, Skeletor pops and then we, goes, I'll be back. Yeah. And then we fast forward to a wedding between Stu and Reed, which yes, they get married in the comics, but in this movie, there is nothing to build a relationship on to oh, get married. Also- at the- 
There's also no chemistry between the two of them. No, no, They at seem all. like business acquaintances. <laughs> that's not. I don't think that's true at all. Rebecca Staub, the play, the woman who played Sue Storm, she actually had a crush on Alex Hyde White, the guy who played Reed Richards, and you can see that in some of the scenes. Sure, okay, I get that she was into him. At any point, do they feel like there's sexual tension? Do you feel like they could be a couple? Do you, if you didn't know, if you didn't have a background in the Fantastic Four, would you know that these two were going to get married? No, they got married because the script said they have to get married. You saw that one married scene, in the comic. You saw that one scene where Sue Storm was young. Yeah, back when Doom got killed, so to speak, like ten was let's it not, ten years ago? Let's not go into the creepy elements of the Reed Stu Storm relationship. Okay, which little... is actually part of the actual canon. But oh like... no, I'm not arguing with you. I'm not arguing with you. That's true. It is, but yeah, yeah I know. But the thing is that they did show that she'd always had a crush on him. They did what they could with the script they were given, and it did set that up. Pie, like Darren Aronofsky's Pie? The Life of Pie? What are you talking about? Well, Darren Aronofsky made that movie called Pie. That was, I remember that being pretty big. Mm. Thrawn Kill, hey, good at the molecular level. Let's get hitched. <laughs> I mean, honestly, honestly, that is something Reed Richards would say. So if that was a line in right, the script, yes. I, would, I would appreciate that. Oh, God, let's just stick a bullet in it. Let's just stick a fork in it. Yeah, no, let's stick a bullet in it. Yeah, it's... Stick a bullet? That doesn't make sense. That's my thing. No, it doesn't. It's a little too violent for us, Shh. I think. Just shove the bullet in this thing. Again, <laughs> if you're... Look, if you're interested in I will, I the history, I'll watch say this, this movie and then watch the Doomed documentary. If you're interested in good, low-budget filmmaking, watch El Mariachi. That's what I'll say. If you want to see okay. what a good I will, movie I will say this. Budget, watch El Mariachi. You don't have to pay for I, I, it. I'd say watch El Mariachi, too. I, I second that. I, I'll, I'll say this. You don't have to pay for it. No. If you've never seen it, you you know you have a sick curiosity about it at this point. We could play it right now. We could have we could have been playing the movie during this entire podcast and no one would have That's said That's right. There would have been no copyright strikes. We could have, we no could have done it. that. We probably should have. Would have made for a more interesting show, visually speaking. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's <laughs> MST3K with the three of us in the front row watching the movie. We tried to do that with Justice League and it didn't work because we were all like, oh, this isn't terrible. That's so, because we didn't, we, didn't not, we also didn't blur out the... Yeah. No. Yes, and then shouldn't. when we put the audio, and then and this is before we were video sh- podcast, mm-hmm. but we put the audio on YouTube, and we got a copyright strike for yeah. that. We I know earned, how to fix that. We kind of earned that one in that case. Yeah, a little bit. If you hate yourself and you've got an hour and a half to kill, it's on YouTube. Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. Look it up, and yeah, you're Not welcome. Hard to find. And no. just remember that the graininess of it isn't because it's 1994. The graininess of it is because that what you're seeing is a copy of a copy of a VHS tape. If you, the, there are copies of the original promotional, what do you call it, trailer out there, and you can see that it's way better quality because that's the original trailer from the, from the negatives. The 35 so. millimeter print, assuming they shot on 35, they might have shot on 16. The 35 millimeter print would have looked better than that. They, it would have looked better than what they shot on someone's handy cam. Come on. Mm-hmm. It might have been shot on Super 16. It might not have been shot on 35. Actually, in the documentary, they mentioned it, but I doesn't didn't stick to me because I don't know anything about film. But you, I don't you remember. I don't. I know. I don't. Rem- I've seen. It's been a long time since I've seen the documentary, so I don't remember if it was shot on 35 or if it was actually shot on Super 16. All a right, lot of new budget movies in that era were shot on Super 16. El um, Mariachi was shot on Super 16. It looks better than this. Continue. And if you, and and I agree with John, you should watch the documentary just to get an idea of how unscrupulous Hollywood can be. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Dave, we've got a Dave, there's an excellent question. Hope to see what your next show will be about. Me too. What is our next show gonna be about? We never uh, reviewed week, what if, but Yeah, there's a reason for that. Next week we will have a guest, Carissa Grant, creator of Redemption. She's been on the show before. I did a, an interview with her separate, but uh, she said she wanted to come on the show proper, so she will be with us next week. We'll be talking redemption and some other stuff. I don't know if, if we'll have a main topic or not, or if we'll just talk her book. Yeah. Hmm. See, now you took away what I was going to say at the end of the show. Let's put a, we, the people asked, man. The people the asked. The people asked. Yeah. You're right. I think in two weeks we should review Inner Space. Let's watch a good movie from the 1980s. With good special effects. Not, but it, it's, not, it's not comic booky. All you right. Watch, I talked to the never-ending story a couple months ago. True. And All right, fair enough. You made me watch Ice Pirates. I'll never forgive that. <laughs> All right, fair, fair, fair game. I love you too, JD. All right, let's go around the room and tell me, what did you learn on the podcast this week? Or do you have any recommendations? And JD, you can go first. Don's a dick. That's what I learned. And <laughs> I care for what you wish for. I said, man, I missed Don. I missed Don. I want to get Don back. Don gets back and buries me six feet under. First show. My friend. I know. Well, I, I felt also, seen by him. <laughs> I, also, I also learned that John has a remarkably good heart and is far more forgiving than I even realized. I respect that. I respect so much that you were willing to give this movie a pass because you see potential in what it could be. Most people can't do that. I am one of those people. <laughs> I can also not do that. So. All right. And then recommendation, watch Interspace. Watch Interspace. Martin Short, Dennis Quaid, Meg Ryan. All Directed right. by Joe Dante. It was his follow-up to Gremlins. John? Watching the Doomed documentary about this movie. I... Every time you say Doomed, I think you're saying Dune documentary, and it throws I know, right? Out. Yeah. Doomed. Doomed. The story of Roger Corman in the, in, in the Fantastic Four movie. Every, uh, now that I've watched that, I feel I, I know all the trials and travails that all the creatives have gone through because of COVID and all that. And I hear mm-hmm. about the Hollywood calculations and how they do accounting and all that crap. But like this really is viscerally enraging to see the kind of crap that they do to people who are trying to execute their craft and do it as well as they can. And and only to find out that the machinations of the the people above them are just shitting on them. It's just I it it pisses me off. Like even so, that this movie wasn't really that great. It could have been better. It could have been a lot better if it hadn't been doomed from the start. And and it's just like it, it, one of the, one thing in the documentary that got me was that they were hope uh, many of the actors think that the the negatives still exist. They're hoping they still exist because they can't imagine that people that are involved in the production of movies could actually take a lighter to, to a negative because they're in the business of trying to protect, create and protect cinema. That's such a naive outlook. I know. That's what I was thinking too because like I've worked with executives in my field. Executives, they just don't have the same morals. I'm, nope. sure, I'm sure they put a lighter to that thing and, and just walked away. George, like carefree. George a, Lucas has said yeah. if he has the time and money, he would smash every copy of the Star Wars Holiday Special. And I believe him. Yeah, yeah, I know. So anyway, that's what I learned. And then my my recommendation, again, for anime is there's a new anime this season called Seventh Time Loop. And for... (laughs) 
Yeah. I, JD, the entire title is Seventh Time Loop, The Villainous Enjoys a Carefree Life Married to Her Worst Enemy. It's not, a, it's not the same kind of villainous trope <clears throat> that we've seen in a couple of animes for, over the last couple of years. This one's, I feel like this one's really good and worth a look. So seventh time, um, take a look. Dave? James learned that he really wants to see Corman's Fantastic Four movie. Put it in your Google, man. You'll find it in seconds. J- James, yeah, it's, it's on. I feel like we did. We failed you tonight that you didn't learn. <laughs> you no. don't want to see this movie? James, he drew me tall. I'll never. I was about to say. I, that will never not hit me, make me happy. And I will say that knowing you, James, it doesn't surprise me. Okay. Just watch the documentary after it, James. It's well worth the extra time to watch that and see what went on behind the scenes. It's really interesting, to say the I, least. Okay. I learned that uh, if Don is aiming at uh, John, you better get out of the way because you might get sideswiped like J.D. Yeah, no did. kidding. God damn. <laughs> friendly fire. No. Yeah. Not so friendly fire. <laughs> I got it. Uh, it's like the end of Juice. I got shot. I also learned that maybe John's taste is a little questionable. No, we just learned that. We all, I know, yeah. I, know. I mean, that's that's a, that's like the lifeblood of the show. Recommendations. I don't have any real recommendations this week, other than yeah, check out Interspace because I think we are going to be doing that. Um, check out John's T-shirt. What are you doing? Oh my god! We also learned that we should get a Discord channel. Oh yeah. <laughs> What, I don't even know what I'm looking at. What is that? It's dis- Discord from My Little Pony. <laughs> We're, this is a nerd podcast. This is a nerd podcast. Like, I shouldn't pass judgment about anything we ever see. But like, push me sometimes, man. I'll give you credit. Push me. See, I've had the Fantastic Four behind me all show. because We're talking about the Fantastic Four. And he pulls I'm, a out self- I'm a selfish motherfucker. I got my own stuff behind me. I, I have my art. I have my fit books. These are my things. Hey, every every everything back over here, where is it? There. That's all Dungeons and Dragons stuff. So Oh, please don't start there. <laughs> I bet I'm begging you. All right. I, Dungeons and Dragons I, I stuff. Believe, oh, I know. I've had the conversations with you. I 100 percent believe you. <laughs> I recommend that if you're uh watching this and you're not subscribed yet click that subscribe button click that bell for notifications so you don't miss us we go live every sunday at 8 30 uh, p.m eastern right here on this channel and make sure you're going to superheroespeak.com where you can find the podcast every week links to all our social media at the top of the page comic book reviews by chris and of course old ones by don check those out and uh, there is a new review by chris that will be going up this week he's back into the swing of things What's What's that? Do you you know? I I I thought you knew. I wouldn't. If I had known this was going to call you out and put you in the spot, I would not have asked this question. Yes, thanks. You knew. I I just thought you knew. My bad. It is Ninjak Super Killers number two. Valiant. Cool. Yes. So (laughs) there you go. That will be going up probably tomorrow when I have some time. All right. All right, and then don't forget to join us next week. We, we will be joined by Carissa Grant, creator of Redemption. And uh, yeah, that should be a fun conversation. So on that note, as always, hold on, I got to get set up here. Thanks for watching. Don't let you keep going out the door. Have a good week. <laughs>